Tom, here we are just outside the greenhouse and you've got a lovely lot of plants in there, haven't you? Well, it's burgeoning, isn't it? <laughs> Summer's with us and we've got loads of flowers. <laughs> now, we're talking baskets today, Tom, because it's something that, I mean, to say they're eye-catching, I suppose, is true, isn't it? Because they're actually usually and should be hung at eye level, shouldn't they? At eye height so you can see everything. And it's a, it's a complement to sort of vertical gardening, really. We all garden down at ground level, but this gives us something else to look at, another, another focal point. And on the fronts of houses or by the door, they look, really look good, don't they? Absolutely. You know, they could be in those sort of manger-type baskets that fix to the wall, or it could be on a, on a trough sitting on a wall or on a patio even as well. So plenty of options, aren't Absolutely, there? Absolutely, yes. Now, you know, you've got a few baskets here. So let's look at this one, which is a wire basket. Um, how would you personally, I mean, we've got all these plants to choose from, but how would you actually go about setting this basket up? Well, I, I do like using wire baskets because you've got that ability to not just plant in the top, but of course you can plant in the side. And actually, if you do it really well, you could even join two half baskets together and create a ball. I've done that before with a few plants That's like pansies or violas. They work really, really well. But a wire basket's great because it gives you that flexibility to use all aspects of its sides. So what do we line it with? Uh, well, there's a whole range of things you can use these days. You can use things like uh, coir mats. Uh, so they look a little bit like dried up moss, uh, as our moss does tend to look like that in the summer. So it looks naturalistic. Uh, it could be, though, if you're saving a few sort of pennies, even black polythene, um, although looking a little bit grim nice. to begin with, halfway through the season, all those trailing plants start to hide the edges. So it, it's a cheaper option. Do you know what I like best? Go on, Sphagnum moss, because oh, I well think I, it looks best. I think that's really good. And also, it does hang on to that moisture, and it does look quite natural. Um, so you go and get that, get some farmed uh, uh, moss. I would use that. Even things like compressed card uh, containers, or even still use cuttings from your uh, evergreen hedges. I've used conifer hedges. Really? Yeah, clippings. Just line them all in, and then put a subsequent liner in there, a plastic liner, so that when you water, the soil stays where it is and doesn't actually run leach through. out and run down down your white walls and onto your patio. So then we, we fill, the, fill the basket, I suppose, with a good compost. Yeah, good, a good sort of um, fibrous compost, something that's going to hang on to moisture to a degree. Um, and I tend to build it up in stages. If I'm using moss, I partway fill the moss up from the base to about halfway. I cut a plastic sheet out of the compost bag I'm using. That's really to sort of hang on to moisture. You could use a saucer if you wanted yeah, to. Some people do, don't they? Yeah. All sources in the bottom. Bring your compost in. Um, and then you could introduce your first tier of planting on the sides. Now, what size of plants? Because you've got to get them through this wire, haven't you? Do you put them in from the outside? Yeah, I mean, depending on the size of the basket, if it's like a 16-inch basket, you might get away with using 9-centimetre potted plants. But to be quite honest, you're better going from the next size down and use plug plants. They can easily filter in uh, from the outside in. And also make sure when you're putting that root ball in, it's not stuck between the moss and the plastic liner insert. It's, it's in contact with that moisture. So that's really important. Now, as you move up, I suppose you can use some of the... I mean, look at your larger plants here. You're nearly ready to, ready to plant out plants. You could use those, couldn't you, in the top? Absolutely, yes. I mean, something like a, a 10 or 12-inch basket, you probably get away with about five plants, maybe even six plants uh, in the top. That size, though, I'd probably look at four four or five plants if they're nine centimetre. Plugs, slightly smaller, which means you can get more in. I actually like to have a packed out basket 
because you're always gonna you have to always water this to a degree. Um, so be careful of spacing. Don't put them too close together. Now we can use things like geranium, trailing geranium, bacopa. What else have we got? Uh, oh, Bidens, verbenas. which has got a lobely yeah. trailing effect. Loads of verbenas, upright and trailing. Lobelias. Yep, yeah. lobelias. You've got things like Blue Cascade. Um, you've also got things like uh, Petunias. You've got upright forms. You've got trailing forms. Perfume form. You have. Uh, you've got, we've, I think we might have said fuchsias. There's things like Begonias. You've got the tuberous upright types, and you've also got the trailing forms. goes Gosh, on and on. There's a load. It? There's a load there you can use. Now, how do we feed them, then? Because, uh, you know... It can sometimes be possibly a bit of a chore to feed them and, and, and they're baskets, they're hanging up, aren't they? Well, they are actually. I mean, what you can do is you can mix in a feed. Uh, you can mix in your phosphogen slow-release plant food. Um, and I well, as with the compost? Yeah, just mix it in because this particular product, there's two things really. One, it's got a feed, so we know it's going to promote all types of growth, but particularly flowering and also vegetative growth. But the other thing is, we always worry about this, is watering. You mentioned that earlier on. You've got this sort of uh, water-retaining sort of gel-type crystal that you can put in. It's roughly about four scoops for a sort of reasonably-sized uh, basket, double that if it's much bigger. So what, so something like a 12-inch basket, what, four scoops will be enough in the compost, you reckon? Um, I, I think 10 to 12. 12 plus, you might want to double it. Okay. Um, and sit, literally sprinkle that in, work it into the compost. It'll start to react with any moisture in it, and it creates these little reservoirs. So what you've got then is pockets of moisture, which in theory then is going to reduce your watering and also give your plants a perfect access point to moisture. Because that is the really important point, isn't it? I mean, you said watering, you've got the wind around them, you've got the sun. So really it's holding the moisture in the basket is so important, isn't it? Well, they reckon actually that uh, this particular product might actually reduce your need to water by up to about 75%. That's mind-blowing, isn't it? Well, that's brilliant, isn't it? Um, now, what about that fertiliser? Is it going to last right through the season? Well, it's going to give you a good supply of food uh, through most of the season, actually. I would say up to a good six months. So really, it's going to take the basket through the year, isn't it? It, it is, well? actually. It's going to take you right way through to the frost, at least. So that can't be bad. So we're done, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> we're done, aren't we? Now, you know, the thing is, and you do notice this, that baskets dry out. You st I'm, I'm talking about other people's, not yours, Tom, oh, but no, other no, people's no. baskets. They dry out. They're ignored, um, and particularly, people don't think of feeding plants, do they, at all? They really just... I mean, you couldn't do without food for a week, could you? Well, gosh, no, I'd pass out. <laughs> uh, but, you know, people don't tend to put it in because they think, oh, that compost is fine, that's going to do everything for my plant. I'm going to have a perfect growing, vegetative growth, lots of stems, lots of leaves, lots of flowers. Um, or it could be they're not quite sure about what sort of feed... Uh, That's get. a good point. Yeah, they're sort of bamboozled by lots of products. You know, what we need is a product that's going to give us good leafy and stem growth, a small amount for root, and then a, and then probably about the same in terms of leaf and vegetative for your flowers, because that's really what you're growing it for. And because I suppose the same the same old thing. A lot of us are very busy these days, both possibly working and things like that. You don't come home and think, oh, I've got to feed the baskets. And no, I suppose it, that's why this slow release one you know, that's giving food all the time. It's labour saving, isn't it? So, you I mean, you've done it, you haven't got to do any more. You're actually complete for that, for that rest of the year. That's absolutely perfect. I mean, some people just forget, don't they? 
Oh, yes, lots of people <laughs> forget. <laughs> now, come on then, let's, let's look at the feeding because, you know, if we're going to talk feeding, why is it so important, the feed? That, that, that's the thing, surely. I mean, we've just said, you just said root, stem and flower. But what, what are we actually adding? Well, you're adding, uh, with feeds, you're, you're, you're buying a product that's on the back of it got uh, the breakdown of all the feed and usually that's in ratios. Uh, so you're looking at sort of volumes of feed uh, within the compost. In this particular case, you've got a fairly even split between nitrogen and uh, potassium. Nitrogen good for leafy uh, growth and stem growth because you want the structure. Now that we've got the structure, we want to promote good flowering growth. So the same proportion of potassium uh, for flowers. Also, you're going to get a degree of hardiness built in there because it thickens up the cell walls. But you also want a root system. But you don't want to have too much. You don't need too much. You don't need as much as the other two, nitrogen and potassium. You need probably slightly less. So you've got a ratio of here, 11, 5, 11. 11 is nitrogen, 5 is phosphorus, 11 is potassium. Now, OK, we've looked at baskets, but when's the best time to actually use this fertilizer? I know, you're going to say now, aren't you? <laughs> well, yes, but really, beginning of the season onwards, yeah. which uh, actually, if those of you are blessed with a heated greenhouse or a room that's not going to get too cold, we can start these baskets off much, much earlier. You know, you can start them off in February, March time, so that when it comes to really plant them out in May, middle of May, you have got an absolutely burgeoning, instantaneous feature that's giving you lots of colour. Now, you know, talking, talking feeding, if we, were, if we were, you know, watering and perhaps adding this feed to baskets and things, when would be the best time to do that sort of work to a basket? Uh, tend to do the sort of latter end of the day, really. Give a good sort water of, then. Yeah, really make sure there's good moisture in there. Uh, so ideally in the evening, um, really when it's not too bright, it's not too sunny. Sometimes you can get scorching uh, on your leaves. And you know, think about also it's not too blowy. You know, it's it's a fairly sort of um, static day when it comes to wind. So what you're saying is that uh, the phosphogen slow-release plant food and moisture control is really pretty good for covering baskets and bedding. I think so. I think there's also potential there to cover not just your ornamentals but also things like your fruiting plants. So, you know, don't Hanging forget... Hanging baskets with tomatoes. Absolutely. <laughs> or even things like strawberries or you could, to a certain extent, use herbs. Herbs on the whole, though, things like thyme and salvia, the sage. Um, even things like rosemary as well. They need it a slightly, slightly drier anyway, really, but this is going to be a good complement for them.